Hi there. Welcome to episode 159 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we've got a very special episode for you today. After taking a few years off of doing this properly, Matt and I have finally found the energy, time, and most importantly, the help to bring you the Waveback Awards. We've combed through hours upon hours of video game music to determine the best of the best in video game music from 2022. Welcome to the 2022 Waveback Awards. Well, hi there, Matt. What's up, Chris? Ah, uh, nothing much. Just, uh... You know, over here living the dream. Very excited to be uh to be doing this again. <laughs> this was a, I, a lot of work. <laughs> I'm yes, I'm glad you said find the energy and time because and the help. The help is very important. It's um, I know you and I have talked about it a bunch. How the time off we've taken from it has been bothersome because it's it's not the proper. But it's yeah, good it's, to get back to the proper. It's fun to to talk about just our personal favorite things we heard throughout the mm-hmm. year, you know, and I, I, I might want to try to continue to do that just as a special episode after, you know, Wave Back Awards in the future. But uh, this is this is what I always wanted to do, the, uh, the, the put the effort in to try to be impartial and take it seriously, because, I mean, as we, we just saw the uh, video game music made it into the Grammys this year, and it was like video game music was the genre, which is mm-hmm. completely absurd. <laughs> like. You're gonna tell me that the the winner of the 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 Grammy for video game music was uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and that that belongs in the same genre and category as the soundtrack to Donut Dodo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, hilariously it's enough, Assassin's Creed Valhalla didn't make any of our categories. No. It didn't make a single one, and it was considered. But it didn't, we, didn't. I think we have a very different um, criteria. I, I think so, too. I mean, uh, it's, it's difficult to say what goes into uh, making those decisions for the Grammys. But uh, my the whole purpose of this was to try to take this as seriously as possible and not discount things that don't sound like movie soundtracks, but also yes. not discount things that do. Like, those modern games with the modern scores, uh, they were absolutely were considered. And I found people who played those games to let me know uh, if there were any songs that deserved to be put up. And then when they were, we put them in the categories, and we'll, we'll, we'll break down how it we'll break break down how it all worked. But I'm proud of this show, and uh, well, let's let's get to work. Uh, yes. Sorry, I'm I'm just reading a little bit about the history of the Grammys and video game music. Oh, well, uh, tell me all about it after the show. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> all right, everybody. Officially, welcome to the fifth annual Waveback Awards. Here is how it works. Matt and I put out a call to arms to everyone we know in video games, including numerous fan groups, fellow VGM podcasts, Nintendo Force Magazine, and more. We asked people to recommend songs to be put up for consideration in a number of categories. We then assembled a panel of four individuals to come up with, to join us in coming up with a list of nominees. Once everyone's five nominations were tallied up, those songs became official nominees. Everyone then voted on the final winners out of those nominees, with Matt and myself acting as tiebreakers when necessary. First, let's meet our panel of judges. We were fortunate enough to be helped out by Vicky, our previous co-host of this podcast. 
Ferg, the host of the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast and avid music enthusiast, Matt Flamger, good friend of the show and video game music trivia champion, as well as Jude Gore, high school band director and friend of the show. Now, let's go over the categories. We will be issuing awards for Best Menu Map Music, Best Game Opener, Best Stage Area Music, Best Cinematic Event Music, Best Shop Music, Best Boss Music, Best Remaster Remake Soundtrack, Best Original Song, and Best Original Soundtrack. There were a few stipulations to qualify for nomination. First, we only considered console games. Opening the floodgates to PC games would have made listening to everything completely unmanageable for our small team. Second, the game had to have had its home console debut in 2022. That means that even if a game released in 2021 on Steam, as long as its first home console appearance was in 2022, it qualifies for the awards. We tried to listen to every single soundtrack that we could, and with the help of our friends and colleagues, we were also able to consider every major release we could think of, and a whole mess of other releases as well. We know these could never be definitive awards, but we did the very best that we could to approach each category with as much respect and impartiality as possible. All right, let's get to our first award. The first category we're tackling is Best Menu or Map Music. Many games are all about the action, but scoring a game's downtime can be just as important as its gameplay. Whether it's a level-up menu, a title screen, or a map that connects areas, these songs can truly make or break a game. Here are the nominees for Best Menu or Map Music. And the nominees are Atari 50, The Anniversary Celebration, Menu Theme by Bob Baffey. Atari Mania, Museum Theme by Pascal Lamarche. Nintendo Switch Sports, Menu Theme by Haruko Tori and Takuhiro Honda. Vampire Survivors, Dust Elementals by Danielle Zandara. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Iris Network by Manami Kiyota. And the winner is... Menu Theme from Atari 50 The Anniversary Celebration by Bob Baffey. This was a tight one. <laughs> this was yeah. a, a, a dead even split uh, between this and Iris Network from Xenoblade Chronicles 3, actually, uh, for, the, for the finals here, uh, as far as votes. And, uh, well, as the tiebreaker, I had to give it to... I personally had to give it to Atari 50 just because <laughs> I think it's an incredible piece of music. Uh, I think it's also does such a remarkable job of capturing the feeling of what it was going for uh because the menu in atari 50 is such an important piece of that game uh because most of it is interacting with an interactive timeline which is <laughs> basically just a giant menu uh it, it's a, it's a phenomenal song um what we're going to play for you here is actually a slightly shortened version because the full version is like i don't know 15 minutes long or something because uh, oh man it go it, it it ducks down to this really really quiet part that extends for quite a long time um as it should uh it it turns the focus it basically sucks you in with this really really great beautiful piece and then it uh, uh it pulls back and lets the game itself the, the content you're looking at uh become the center focus and then it uh occasionally jumps back in with a, a a loop and and kind of like being a little bit more exciting until fading back out again and it, it has this amazing like museum quality to it it's it's a fantastic piece of music honestly all of these were fantastic pieces of music i love two tears every single one of these songs all five of them uh were were real killers to me but 
Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and listen to our first winner, the Atari 50 menu theme by Robert Baffey. Enjoy.
right, that was a menu theme from Atari 50, the anniversary celebration. And um, boy, I love that. <laughs> I've spent literal hours listening to that song this year uh, when, <laughs> when 100% completing that timeline. I love how it takes the um, Atari sound effects and incorporates them into the song itself. That's the kind yeah. of thing that has been, you know, you've heard that a lot over the years, especially in retro compilations, but there's something very particularly special about doing it well. Um, and this was handled so extraordinarily well that it never sounded like just random effects. It gave the overall a vibe of a combination between being in an arcade and being in a museum, which is just because the, um, yeah, the, 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 the amount of, um, space in the song, it feels so heavy. Mm -hmm. It feels so, uh, hollow and massive and expansive, but also it has those video game, those retro Atari sounds in there com combining 2600 arcade, etc. uh, just kind of mixing them in rhythmically in an intelligent way where it doesn't sound like, uh, just a mishmash of things that were thrown in there just to sound cool. It's like, it really works on a different level. I, I think the song's a masterpiece. Oh, absolutely. Um, to your point about uh, how uh, a museum, right? Um, you, I, I'm, I'm a big avid. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, okay. Redundant. Um, <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an avid museum goer, right? And definitely art museums and and the like are you know very big and spacious so people can move through and not touch the art so it does have a very particular sound and i agree with you that this song has that space in it to make it feel like you're in a museum of sorts and as you said it's the, it's this timeline this interactive timeline which is just an awesome idea like you want to talk about putting in content for the fans like that's a great one right um Again, to your point about using the old Atari sound effects as more than just, you know, fodder. Because it's, you're right, it, it can go very south very quickly if you're not careful. And I think a lot of careful consideration was put into cra crafting this uh, piece of music. Um, a lot of, um, I mean, a lot of love and care, right? Because for a lot of people atari was a starting place on mm -hmm. on this video game journey it definitely it certainly was for me uh that was my first console was an atari console um and uh you know what i love is there's a lot of reverence for the source material um and and musically speaking it's a beautiful 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 piece of music um it's just done so well a lot of great dynamic that's, I think, my favorite part is just the great dynamic of it. That you get this big opening piece, right, with everything going, but it's not intrusive. Mm -hmm. And then it does those nice chill dips. Yeah, where, where it really get... gets quiets down and there's yeah. very, very little happening. But then when it comes back, and my favorite part, I think, is that piano riff that yeah. kind of happens. And it's it's all produced with this wonderfully retro sound. Like, it sounds very 80s-ish, but also very modern at the same time. It's... I could gush about it all day, <laughs> but we've I, yeah, got more awards to I, get. I, I absolutely could do the same. Fantastic piece of music. Um, I, I'm I'm happy it 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 took the piece of the pie. Congratulations, Robert Baffey. All right, Matt. Yes, sir. Uh, our next category, excuse me, our next award category 
as best game opener. This award goes to the song that properly opens up the gameplay for the first time, the first level, a training area, the first time the game truly shows you what it's about. And the nominees are Blossom Tales 2, title screen by Josie Breckner. Donut Dodo, Funhouse Fiasco by Sean Bialo. Infernax, A Good Day to Be Alive by Oliver Holyard. Tunic, Memories of Memories by Lifeformed and Janice Kwan. Yars Recharged, An Army of One by Megan McDuffie. And the winner is Yars Recharged, An Army of One by Megan McDuffie. Um, I, you know, we, you and I gushed a bunch about Infernax, um, in the last couple episodes, it's very clear we're huge fans of it. Uh-huh. And for me, I really thought Infernax was going to take it because it's my inclinations. But then when I heard the Yars Recharge soundtrack, I thought, holy cow. Yeah. It's only four songs. Um, but yeah. She, it, but, uh, but she it's, knocked it, it out of the park. This one is um. So this was uh, this soundtrack was released late. Uh, it was like a late, late edition, like a a, a day before the um, the voting was was kind of my my cutoff for the voting, so we could get everything done in time to record the show. And um, I was so glad it dropped when it did. Um, this one, I was afraid I I had, I had put it in the wrong category, but there is a uh, there is a mode in this game. Oh, yeah, I was, I've played a lot of Yars Recharge. I think the game is mm-hmm. ridiculously fun. Um, and then I was playing it, and I was like, wait a minute, this isn't, this isn't the song that opens the game. Oh no, did I do this wrong? And then I, there's a different mode that this is the, this is the, this is the opening stage in a different mode. Uh, the music that pops up when you uh, open up with a different mode. I was like, yes, okay, nailed it. Because <laughs> I remember doing that mode. I remembered this song being one of the first songs I heard. Uh, one of the one of the first times that I played it, and just being like, "This is killer, man! This is just killer." Uh, again, to to call out the rest of the um, the rest of the, uh, the the in this category, the Infernax song "Good Day to Be Alive" it mm-hmm. was. I I can't even say it was my second choice because I don't know what my second choice would have been. Like, I was really struggling struggling with this category before the Yars Recharge soundtrack dropped, and I was like. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that I want. That's the one that's giving me the most chills. But that that song from Tunic, oh, I really want to play that game. I really want to play Tunic. Tun- Tunic is beautiful. What I, a gorgeous soundtrack. I, om- I don't know how I almost forgot about it. It's such a beautiful game with a beautiful soundtrack. Uh, Donut Dodo's The Funhouse Fiasco is like, it is so invigorating. It is such a great way to start a game. And the title screen from Blossom Tales is just like, you're getting ready to go on an adventure. It's so good. But I mean, really, we can only have one winner, and this is where the votes landed, and I, I don't disagree. So uh, without further ado, let's give a listen to An Army of One from Yars Recharged by Megan McDuffie.
was An Army of One from Yars Recharged by Megan McDuffie. Ass Song's Killer. <laughs> it's so good. There's a lot of elements in it that uh, play to a lot of my like uh, musical leanings outside of video game music, which bleeds right into my leanings for video game music. <laughs> but it's what I love about it, it's, it's, so, it's such a big song. Right? Yeah. Like it's got a big uh, sense of grandiose and stuff, and yet it's not like um, I don't know, pretentious, I suppose, <laughs> where where it's like, oh, we're going off on this big quest to like we're fighting space, the whole galaxy, like, yeah, man. You know, it's just like, nah, dude, like lock and load, get in there and do your thing, man. Like it's great. I think it's so good. And then like I said, even though as you pointed out, it's only four songs of soundtrack, quality over quantity in this case. Oh, hands yeah, down. Sure. Hands down. I uh, as I listen to it, I can't not hear the sound effects of the game. Um, there's a there's a lot going on, and there are a few things that you really need to be you need to be multitasking with your attention in this game. And um, one of the things that you always really in the original game, it's the uh, the the, the Kotile is that you know one hit kill thing that can get launched at you super quick. The Kotile is smaller, uh, uh, slower in this game, and mm. the field is bigger, so it sometimes can seem like less of a threat especially because you can take multiple ah. hits except from the cotile <laughs> if the cotile yeah. hits you you're dead and it has this like charge up thing that you hear so you could be working mm. on you know eating away at some shields or something and getting ready to charge up your your zorlon cannon to to take out the the um the enemy cotile it's death laser thing can just like it can come at you real quick as soon as you hear that thing charging up you've got to move out of the way yeah, uh, and stop and everything. <laughs> stop, stop what you're doing, and make sure you're ready to dodge it because it'll it'll insta kill you and, and ruin your run. But it's it's on top of all this vi all these visual cues you have to be paying attention to because there's all these guns all over the place that are shooting at you, and you can tell when they're going to shoot at you because this like energy heads towards them to yeah. charge them up and then shoot at you. So like you can tell what's going to shoot at you when as long as you're paying attention to where those energy lines are going. It's, the game is so genius. It's such a brilliant take on Yar's Revenge. Um, and I'm so glad the soundtrack was as good as it was. Because similar to Vampire Survivors, I didn't really notice the music outside of this song. Like, at a certain point, you stop noticing the music because of how much you're, you're concentrating on the stages themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And then hearing the music separated from is like, oh, wait, this is ridiculously good. Because like a few days yeah. later, you don't notice, at least how I experienced it, I didn't notice how much I was actually noticing the music, right? I feel like okay. I'm not noticing it because I'm paying attention to it. And then later in the day, I'm humming the music in my head like, <laughs> I guess I really was paying attention to that. It just it was there. And the same thing, same exact thing happening with me with Vampire Survivors, which we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll mention again soon. But uh, uh, yeah, great soundtrack uh, and, and a really killer song great game opener well done mega mcduffie yep congratulations all right next up we have best stage or area music this one is pretty self-explanatory these are the songs that make games games your hyrule fields your mushroom kingdoms your brin stars mm. they're the core of video game music and they're our most highly contested category absolutely <laughs> the final nominees are and this was a massive amount of songs yes. to pick from yes this, it was narrowing this down to five was was definitely hard for all parties involved all right and the nominees are atelier sophie 2 distant lightning by kazuya yanagawa daisuke achiwa tatsuya yano and ryudai abe donut dodo construction site chaos by sean diallo 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge Mutants Over Broadway by T. Lopez featuring Anton Carrazza. Vampire Survivors Forest Night Fever by Filippo Vicarelli. Yars Recharged Zorlon Cannon by Megan McDuffie. And the winner is Forest Night Fever from Vampire Survivors by Filippo Vicarelli. <laughs> Vampire Survivors. <laughs> Have you tried this game yet? No, I have it downloaded. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I got sucked into something else. I'll, I'll get here. I promise. Maybe by the next time we record, <laughs> I'll, I'll have played it. Seriously, this wasn't even the only song from this game in this category. No. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, and, and just to call out the, the rest of the, uh, I've never played an Atelier, Atelier Sophie game before. Um, that was a killer song. Uh, it was really neat. Yeah. Uh, Construction Site Chaos, the entire Donut Dodo soundtrack was fantastic. Construction Site Chaos, I think, is my favorite song in the game. Uh, I was really happy that one got enough votes to be uh, up for consideration for nomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, this <sighs> Shredder's Revenge, what a soundtrack. Yeah. What a game. Yeah. What a soundtrack. This freaking song, Mutants Over Broadway, I loved that song <laughs> to death. And of course, uh, Zorlon Cannon, Yars Recharged. Uh, Zorlon Cannon was probably um, the other one that you would consider a game opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was up for both categories, and it wound yeah. up getting the votes in stage. Uh, just, mm, magnificent song. But uh, <laughs> The Vampire Survivors, man, I have put so many hours in it. I was just playing it yesterday. Again, I'm so close to 100% completing the base game, and then I'm going to get that DLC and 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 get new things this game is so stupid fun it's such a ridiculously fun thing (laughs) and there are so many sounds and so much chaos happening at all times like even more so than yars recharged you almost don't notice the music when you're playing because when you start it's it's pretty when you start it's pretty quiet Mm -hmm. but especially after you've put some time into leveling up your characters and you learn how to evolve the weapons by the time You've put a couple of minutes in. There's so much happening on the screen. It is insane. I have I have loved this game to death. Uh, I'm so glad I bought it. It's some of the best. It's one of the best five dollar purchases you can make if you own an Xbox. Like seriously, and the soundtrack is is killer. The game is so goofy, which it doesn't look like it at the start. When you look at it at face value, when you hear the music, you don't realize how goofy it is. But there's a song in Vampire Survivors that is a, like, a super, um, like, Castlevania-styled, action-y version of that, um, that, like, Italian spaghetti song. Okay. Spaghetti song? I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> but they they oh, made that sugar. into this like serious action song. It is so hilarious. Uh this game's amazing, top to bottom, and this song rules. So here, let's give it a listen uh to the, today's winner, Forest Night Fever from Vampire Survivors by Filippo Vicarelli. Enjoy.
right, that was Forest Night Fever from Vampire Survivors. Again, impossible not for, for me to not hear the game sounds over this. Uh boy. This is the um This is the song in the second stage, the uh the the, the library, I'm pretty sure. For some reason I for the longest time I thought this was the first stage, but like, yeah, this oh god. This song. <laughs> This song, this freaking game uh, is ridiculous, but this song is so killer. And it's hearing the song outside of the context of the game is such an eye opener for just how freaking good it is. Because like you really only get a piece of it uh, when you're playing the game because of how much chaos is happening, because of how many sound effects. But man, when you really hear the strumming of the guitars, the intricacies of the bass, bass line, like it is a freaking great song. It's such a good song from such a good game. Well done. I can't say enough good things about this song. Uh, of course, I'm speaking strictly from a Sonic point of view, right? Um, I've yet to play the game, actually, as we've already mentioned. Anyway, uh, thanks, Captain Obvious. The uh, <laughs> This is so perfectly in the vein of the Castlevania more modern games, where it has that symphonic... Um, heavy handedness and yet like a more modern uh approach to the drum uh tempos and and things like that it's just such a great uh piece of music and it hearing it excites me for the game which is strange because i don't know that that happens all too often it's kind of usually the other way around um but i mean the game itself i've heard a lot of, of amazing things not only from you but from several other friends um yeah, I look forward to playing it. Uh, can't wait. So, uh, congratulations to um, uh, Filippo and uh, Vampire Survivors. Uh, that brings us to our next category. Uh, we have Best Cinematic or mu Event Music. For many games, the action is only half of the experience. In those instances, the cinematics and events that tell the story tie everything together and make the gaming experience all that much more special. And the music composed for those scenes can be some of the most memorable. This is the category of Best Cinematic or Event Musics. And the nominees are... Blossom Tales 2, Story by the Campfire by Josie Breckner. God of War Ragnarok, Yalahorn, With His Sounds by Bear McCreary. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Kirby and the Mysterious Vortex by Hirokazu Ando. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, A Life Sent On Unison by Yasunori Mitsuda. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Weight of Life by Yasunori Mitsuda. Arrangement by Kenji Hiramatsu. And the winner is Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Kirby and the Mysterious Vortex. I... Look, we said it before, every song that got nominated was fantastic mm. like they got nominated for a reason right and for me this was a bit of a tough choice um there were several that i really really liked and i had to do that thing where i said okay um at the end of the day what is just in my opinion to my taste what's the better track um and i'll reveal that this was my choice and i'll get all the <laughs> hate mail for the xenoblade uh, no love, and that's okay too. Um, no, I'm I'm kidding. But um, this is just a fun piece of music. Like I had, having not played this game, I had to imagine, you know, some kind of storyline, some kind of cutscene, some kind of event. And I thought, 
yeah, this this makes sense for that. This I could totally see this in in the Kirby universe. I can absolutely without playing the game, I can envision it. Right? I can envision Kirby and all his cute cohorts or whatever kind of uh doing whatever it is they're doing. So I thought to me this game, excuse me, this track rather will put that image in my head. Um I guess then we'll just we'll get right to it. We're going to we're going to head over there and we're going to play uh Kirby and the Mysterious Vortex from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Enjoy. Kirby and the Mysterious Vortex from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, just, I love it. It it just like screams Kirby. And like <laughs> having not played the game, there's that part where the music kind of changes a bit. And I feel, again, in my mind's eye that I can see something happen. Like, oh, you know, thanks, Kirby. And then the guy's like, Ah oh, man, your your princess is in another room, <laughs> you know, and like there's that sweet. But you know, I'm I'm being facetious, but I can totally see something in my head happening where it's like, yeah, we did it, and then it's like, ah, just kidding, that was phase one of my, not my final form, or you know, whatever. I'm being ridiculous. Please take over. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, if I'm remembering correctly, this is right in the beginning of the game, um, where Kirby gets sucked out of Dreamland and ends up in what I can only assume is post-apocalyptic Earth. Uh, this game was a masterpiece. Uh, it was neck and neck for my overall game of the year last year between this and Atari 50. And just me personally, with Atari meaning as much to me as it does, uh, that one really hit me in the feels a bit more. But Kirby and the Forgotten Land is everything I could have wanted out of a Kirby game. I used to love them when they first came out. The original Game Boy one, mm -hmm. the NES one, all the the follow-ups, pretty much everything up to Super Nintendo, I, I was just in constant love with. And then at a certain point, I kept buying them, but I stopped enjoying them, really. There was just, uh, they didn't feel the same. Um, the, the Game Boy Advance ones continued to be great. Like, the remake of Nightmare in Dreamland was excellent, and um, and, and and that kind of stuff. But they're, they're, the polygonal games in particular never really felt quite good to me. And I remember buying uh, Star Allies when it came out on Switch and just being so supremely disappointed by it because it just felt mm. so lackluster. Mm -hmm. This, though, is such an ambitious game. It was the first proper 3D Kirby game 
uh, with full 3D movement, and they just they did not hold back at all. There's a ton of content, um, an amazing soundtrack top to bottom. And there were so many songs from this game up for consideration in, in every category. Yeah. Uh, and, th- you know, they, uh, they were just slightly outclassed by other things, but this soundtrack is really more than the sum of its parts. It works so incredibly well. It, in particular, had some of my favorite boss music of the year, which I'm bummed didn't even didn't even get enough votes in consideration <laughs> to to get into the uh the actual it even didn't even get into the nominees uh honestly but one of my favorite boss songs of the year was the king ddd fight uh which is this this amazing reimagining of the original king ddd fight music from the game boy game it's so freaking good this game ruled and it was only one of the two games that I played the only two games I played out of this category of uh, the final nominees were this and Blossom Tales, which is also just a, a magical game. And that story about the campfire song is so pretty. It's so, so, so pretty. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, I, I haven't played either of the new uh, God of War games on PS4 uh, or 5. So I, I thought the song was magnificent. Same with both of those Xenoblade Chronicles 3 songs. What a soundtrack! Uh, <laughs> just, just, I, the Assemblee Chronicles three is one of those ones that, that got nominations all over the place. Um, because it, there's definitely at least one big Xenoblade Chronicles fan on our panel, but the rest yep. of us had never touched it before and it didn't even matter. Like, man, that's, that's a soundtrack right there. Good, good job. Yeah, buddy. But for my money, uh, and I, this was also the one that, that, uh, that I voted for was Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, this it's just such a marvelous piece of music with all the the weird noises that as you know the vortex is opening up and he's getting sucked into the the other world like just the the way that it captures the feeling of that scene is is great so well done uh hirokazu ando uh congratulations to the kirby and the forgotten land team and let us move on yes next up one of my favorite categories is shop music (laughs) Not every game has a shop, but when they do, they usually come with some super memorable music. Here are the nominees for Best Shop Music. And the nominees are... Blossom Tales 2, Shopping by Josie Breckner. Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, Pork Rinds Provisions by Christopher Madigan. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Waddle Dee's Weapon Shop by Hirokazu Ando. Return to Monkey Island, Fish Shop by Michael Land, Peter McConnell, and Clint Bajakian. Shovel Knight Dig, Overground, Hoofman's Shop Lair by Jake Kaufman. And the winner is... Shovel Knight Dig, Overground, Hoofman's Shop Lair by Jake Kaufman. I did not play Shovel Knight Dig, and I really wanted to. I just didn't get around to it. That last year was just so packed full of games, and this year is also looking to be packed full of games. I I really hope I get around to trying it, because uh, Shovel Knight Dig was this wonderful... It was Nitrome, who I just discovered through Bomb Chicken a few years ago, doing Shovel Knight, which I freaking loved, and Jake Kaufman doing the music. The, the whole soundtrack sounds more Genesis-like uh, than, than the original game, which I thought was really cool sound uh this was another really close category uh I, the waddle D's weapon shop kirby's great the cuphead dlc pork rinds provision again with the blossom tales 2 soundtrack and of course return to monkey island i really loved that game uh and there was some there was some excellent music in it and i was glad it, it made it at the very least to a nomination in a category um but for me personally this was this was the clear choice yeah i mean I, i'm with you right i 
I love Monkey Island, Return to Monkey Island. Just a lot of great music in that game. It's a lot of, uh, but but as you said in, in the little write up, not every game has a shop, so it's it becomes a little bit of a smaller playing field. Everybody on this list, even the ones that didn't make the nominees list, there's a lot of great stuff. Um, yeah, I again, I liked the Kirby stuff, but ultimately Shovel Knight, uh, I dug it. <laughs> All right. Well, on that glorious joke, let's go ahead and listen to Hoffman's Shop from Shovel Knight Dig uh, by Jake Kaufman. Enjoy. That was Hoofman's shop. I, I just can't believe how hard that song goes. <laughs> For no reason. It's like, like it has just, no business. 
it just gets i mean it starts off so freaking good right it's just got this great group but it just keeps getting more and more complex like what are you doing i'm glad you're doing it i just don't know why i'm so glad you're doing it but wow <laughs> it, may, it makes me like want to say that thing where it's like man save some for the rest of the soundtrack <laughs> right like you just i mean who doesn't love like you know kind of a chip tune reggae song <laughs> like when that song hit me the first time i was like i'm sorry what and then it just held me and i'm thought ah oh, this is this is brilliant like if i was playing this game which again i i haven't but i couldn't imagine hearing it for the first time in game like with uh, against the rest of the soundtrack all of a sudden you're there and you're just like what what the hell is this man this is <laughs> fantastic I mean, hearing the rest of this soundtrack, which was also kind of a heartbreaker because I love experiencing game music in the games, you know, especially for you know games that I really, really was excited yeah. for. So having to hear this music <clears throat> separated from, like removed from actually playing the game was a wild experience. Um, but it, 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 like you said about the Vampire Survivor song earlier, it makes me more excited to play the game. It right, is, it's on my list of things to do. I just gotta, <laughs> I have to have to get around to it. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, the stars align and I can pick it up on sale or something because you know money's tight and Metroid Prime exists. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. But yeah, what, a, what, a, what an amazing song uh, from uh, an outstanding soundtrack or a game I can't wait to play. Absolutely. So, congrats to uh, the team over at uh, Shovel Knight Dig and Jake Kaufman. The next one is one of our favorite categories: best boss music. Music can make or break a boss encounter. They're frequently some of the most important and memorable parts of games, and their accompanying songs can easily be among the best of the best. This is the best boss music, and the nominees are. Cuphead DLC, Bori on the Board by Christopher Madigan. Infernax, Test Your Might by Jason Letourneau. Shovel Knight Dig, The Forger by Jake Kaufman. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Clash of the Outcast by T. Lopez. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Mobius Battle by Tomori Kudo. And the winner is... Infernax, Test Your Might by Jason Letourneau. Uh, I mean, I can't say more about this game. You just need to go play it if you haven't. Chris and I have gushed about it a whole heck ton. Um, I, I don't even want to talk about the song before you hear it. So we're just going to get right into it. This is Test Your Might from Infernax. Enjoy.
was Test Your Might off the Infernax soundtrack by Jason Letourneau. Uh, and I mean, how do you not like a chiptune song that basically sounds like it's supposed to be like a power metal, heavy metal song? <laughs> <laughs> this whole game is really like, and I I apologize for using the turn of phrase, but it's really balls to the wall, right? It's, it's a very adult, uh, you know, 8-bit, 16-bit game. It's just a lot of fun it's gory yes the cutscenes are beautiful pixel art and then the soundtrack like the soundtrack you have to have a soundtrack to keep up with this kind of game and this soundtrack absolutely does that but this song in particular when you get into these boss fights they're against these big nasty ugly beasts and and demons and all kinds of crazy creatures and it just this song kicks it it rips with every every fight it does indeed this uh this this game soundtrack really impressed me. This whole game really impressed me in a lot of ways. Uh, the multiple endings, how silly it is. The uh, uh, there's so much good in Infernax. It was it's such an awesome game. Uh, and again, to, to shout out the rest of the, uh, the the competitors in this one, the rest of the nominees. Uh, again, with the Shovel Knight Dig soundtrack, Shredder's Revenge. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, that game is good, but uh, really, when it, when you boil it down to it, like when it came down to like boss music, like the actual song itself, it was a tough call. This yeah. one was another one that was a a, a tie broke. Uh, it was it was a dead a dead heat between this and the Mobius battle song, which is incredibly epic. Uh, but yeah, for my money, the Infernax song was where it was at. Uh, Test your might. It do, it did, never stops making me think of like Test your might for Mortal Kombat and. <laughs> right <laughs> that that you know that mortal Kombat theme the test your might and of course the actual mini game of testing your might in the original mortal Kombat, but still uh yeah phenomenal song phenomenal uh just, just well done all around congratulations uh jason and it is time for our next category yes sir and now for a fun sidetrack this category is for what we call best song from a remake or remaster. It's not exactly what I'd call a fair category sometimes mm -hmm. because this is really just for fun. Any game that incorporates notable new elements counts. Uh, I'm pretty sure I invented this category uh, a few years back <laughs> so that I could have an excuse to give Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze awards, even though it just had... Uh, funky mode but you know what that was enough for me <laughs> whether it was a game that was remade from scratch or a game compilation that modernizes classics in some sort of meaningful way they qualify it's more of a novelty category but this is our show and we'll do what we want mm -hmm. so here are the nominees for best soundtrack from a remake or remaster and the nominees are Chrono Cross by Yasunori Mitsuda Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion by Takiharu Ishimoto. Live Alive by Yoko Shimomura. Sonic Origins by Sonic Team. Turrican Anthology by Chris Hulsbeck. And the winner is Chrono Cross by Yatsunori Mitsuda. Because of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a doubt? I mean, there was a little because I mean, when you really get down to it, no, Sonic Origins incorporates every song from the original Sonic games, and that's some amazing stuff. But really, I mean, Live Alive, Yoko Shimomura's Live Alive soundtrack was uh, just. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I wish I liked the game more. I tried the demo and it didn't stick with me. But that music was killer, and of course, the Turrican Anthology. Oh. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Those remade songs from Durkin by Chris. Oh God, they're so good. But Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross stands in my memory as like the soundtrack I love the most from the game I like the least. <laughs> Which is an interesting statement to make out loud. It is indeed. I I took a week off of work when Chrono Cross came out so that I could sit <laughs> at home and just play it nonstop because Chrono Trigger, one of my favorite games of all time, and its soundtrack is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Yasunori Mitsuda was part of the original Chrono Trigger soundtrack and absolutely nailed Chrono Cross top to bottom. It is a phenomenal soundtrack with some just truly amazing music. And there are things I like about the game. And like, I, I appreciate it more with some time behind me, but I, you know, I got the remake and I still didn't finish it. It just like, there's something about it that just rubs me the wrong way, but it's certainly not the music and it's certainly not the visuals. Uh, Chrono Cross is an interesting thing. And uh, this soundtrack is masterful. So uh, the song that I chose this was also a runaway. I think it was, it was, I don't even think this one was, was all that close in the voting. Um, the song I chose was the title theme, uh, the scars of time. Uh, this is the, the music that plays over, uh, the opening sequence in the game, the, the cinematics. It's a, it's a masterpiece of a song. It's this, this combination of flute and violin, uh, playing the main melody is just, it, oh, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. So, uh, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here is, uh, Scars of Time from Chrono Cross by Yasunori Mitsuda. Enjoy.
that was Scars of Time from Chrono Cross. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite video game songs ever. Uh, <laughs> that song is amazing. The uh, I'll never forget the first time I, I heard that song was that uh, I was working at Funko Land and I was a huge Chrono Trigger fan. And that was like the trailer that was on our little VHS tape of trailers that we would play in the store. And it was the first time I'd seen the game in motion. Um, you know, I'd seen it in magazines and whatnot, but you, you know, he didn't have the internet back then. Right. So this comes in and there's the, this chrono trigger comes on and it's just the intro for the game. And this just amazing looking CG, especially for the time. And this song was like, Oh, just what the heck? Uh, such an amazing song. It's like really calm and pretty in the beginning, but geez, when those strings come in, just really just ramping up that energy and that the the the, the drum cadence and everything, those little drum fills that go throughout it. It's just mm, chef kiss. Amazing song. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh just as you said, it's a it's a beautiful piece of music when it opens, but when it kicks over and the the the, the hand drums come in and the energy picks up, like my goodness. Um I don't, I've never played Chrono Cross. Uh, there's always been a part, I mean, I love Chrono Trigger, obviously, and there's always been a part of me that always felt like, and again, this is sight unseen, so to speak. I always felt Chrono Cross might have been something that would have besmirched, you know, the uh, Chrono Trigger uh, legacy. I don't, I don't know what to call it, but um, the more I do this show and the more Chrono Cross keeps coming uh, you know, across my my lap, so to speak, the more I think I may have really missed out on something. So I have to go back and, and check it out. And now this this exists. So more, all the more reason because I've got I've tried to go back and play some older games that I've missed. And I don't know if it's because of, you know, I've played so many new games now that I can't go backwards or if I don't have a nostalgia attachment to it, I can't do it. But um you know that should be no excuse, and and now I have really no excuse. So, this the Chrono Cross that was released on Switch is an interesting experience because it has some just weird technical issues that should not exist. But I do think it is far and away a better way to play the game than playing the PlayStation One original. But still, it's just a port of that game, and mm-hmm. that is a PlayStation One RPG. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but it also comes with the the Super Nintendo sort of not chrono cross okay. so there was a there was a follow-up to chrono trigger on the super nintendo in japan it was on the bsx mm-hmm. satellite it was a download only thing and it's a a text adventure huh and it tells it's it, it has characters in from chrono cross in it like the characters from radical dreamers were eventually repurposed into the story of chrono cross mm-hmm. um you know they look different, uh, but their names are their names are effectively the same. Their core characteristics are effectively the same. Uh, so it was really fascinating to finally get to play it translated into English uh, officially. Um, and all the a lot of the music was reused too. Uh, the the battle music's the same, uh, just you know coming out of Super Nintendo instead of a a, a PlayStation. It's right. such a such an interesting experience. I don't know that I'd call it a good experience, like. <laughs> It's an experience, yeah. It's not. It's not a bad experience at all. But it's it's such a it's such a weird thing. This text adventure, you know. It's mm-hmm. uh, there's very little visual going on. Uh, there's just uh, some repeating things that go on in the background, and it's very effective in what it's trying to do. I just I didn't finish it because 
I just kind of didn't want to. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it is such a fascinating, fascinating little thing, and I'm so glad it exists and is accessible to play in English. But um, Chrono Cross is worth experiencing for the soundtrack alone, even mm-hmm. if you don't finish the game. Uh, as a, if you're a fan of Chrono Trigger, you owe it to yourself to see if Cross scratches the right itches because the, th- the thing is that different people love Chrono Trigger for different reasons. Right. And Chrono Cross nails a lot of things. It also uh, it misses a lot of things that I personally love about Chrono Trigger. So that was one of the reasons that Cross, even taking a week, spending a solid week off of work playing it, I got all the way up to the very end and I never, never finished. I never crossed that finish line. Mm. Um, it is an interesting experience, but boy, what a, what a soundtrack, no matter how you slice it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got to experience a lot of it for this show in particular, but uh, just in this, doing this show as a whole. So, all right. Well, it's time for the big ones. Our final two categories. First, we have Best Original Song, and the nominees are Atari 50, The Anniversary Collection, Menu Theme by Bob Baffey, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, A Trip to the Alival Mall by Hirokazu Ando, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Jubilife Village by Go Ichinose, Hitomi Sato, and Hiramitsu Meiba, Shovel Knight Dig, Spore Judgment, by Jake Kaufman. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Weight of Life by Yasunori Mitsuda. Arrangement by Kenji Haramatsu. And the winner is... Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Weight of Life by Yasunori Mitsuda. Arrangement by Kenji Hiramatsu. I know a lot of people are going to be very happy about that choice. We are too. Uh, I thought... You know, this song, uh, among, amongst everything we've listened to, to make this episode happen, in my personal experience, this was one of my favorite songs, head and shoulders above a lot of other pieces of material. Um, it's just beautiful. And now, if you haven't heard it before, it's your opportunity to hear it. So here is coming your way, Weight of Life from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Enjoy.
was The Weight of Life. There is no the. That was Weight of Life. I absolutely love that song. Um, there's so much to that song that reminds me of other kind of uh, mediums of entertainment, most uh, notably like anime intros. I feel like there's a lot of anime intros that have this very dynamic uh, opening uh, musical number that incorporates these big grand sweeping pieces to say like, oh, we're going to go out and we're doing this big thing. We're saving the world against insert enemy. And then uh, it, it, it descends down and dynamically into this slow part that gives you kind of all the feels as the kids say and they you know they sort of introduce their female characters i see very particularly in my head certain intros where they you know do a 360 animation of them or whatever and they're looking down forlorn but this song is just so beautiful it's got these great peaks of of high energy and 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 excitement and these deep valleys of, of very emotional um chords and and melodies uh choice and orchestration uh, excuse me choice and uh musical instrumentation is is just fantastic it just it's just such a great piece of work and i i couldn't be happier to see that take best original song yeah this is a really stunning song uh from an overall stunning soundtrack so uh this was kind of a this was a front runner early on, like even when we were coming up with the uh, uh, nominations in general out of every song for consideration. This was a front runner really early on. Uh, this one was almost unanimous of this one winning this category. Um, and again, not to disparage the other things, I was thrilled to see a Atari 50 menu theme uh, get nominated personally because <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs of the year. I was uh, really happy that enough other people uh, liked it to get it up in the nominations. I also love that trip to a live mall from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It's such a mm -hmm. joyous little song. Uh, the Jubilee Village from Pokemon Legends Ar Ar Arceus. Um, I was surprised that there wasn't more... Um, there wasn't more from Pokemon Legends. I had a couple of people uh, that were Pokemon fans in my expanded net, and I asked them for songs to um, uh, throw up for consideration, and nobody gave me anything from Scarlet and Violet, but I got a couple of songs from Arceus, and that was it. I was genuinely surprised by that. But um, uh, the Shovel Knight Dig Spore Judgment, what a song. <laughs> wow. That song knocked my socks off. That was, uh, that was really something special. But... Um, it really, at the end of the day, it had to be the Xenoblade Chronicles three song. This weight of life was just such a, such a moving, moving piece of music. is uh, mm -hmm. really, really excellent, excellent song. And that uh, that brings us to our final category of the show, our final award of the show. These are the nominees for best original soundtrack: Infernax by Jason Letourneau, Jules Conroy, and Oliver Colliard. Shovel Knight Dig by Jake Kaufman. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge by T. Lopez. Tunic by Lifeformed and Janice Kwan. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 by Yasunori Mitsuda and Team. And the winner is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 by Yasunori Mitsuda and Team. There was a, there were a lot of people on this soundtrack. Uh, Yasunori Mitsuda was the primary, but really, just by sheer weight, <laughs> pound for this Xenoblade Chronicles 3 soundtrack is like a bajillion songs long, and they're all good. 
Yeah. Like, uh, really, this was uh, such a fun category. This was such a fun thing to do because there's so much great music. Uh, and I loved that. I loved that there was a mix of uh, big AAA stuff and indie stuff. It did mm-hmm. seem like the indies really ran away with it um, this time around. But, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, God of War. Uh, these games were, were big AAA games. And, uh, but, you know, what it really comes down to is we're not just judging the songs based off of um, just the songs themselves. It's also uh, how how effective they are in the games. and just casting as wide a net as we can to try to make this as fair as possible. And, uh, but Xenoblade Chronicles three, again, was such an early front runner. There were so many songs being nominated from this game. And every single time they came across my desk, I'd just be like, wow, that's a really freaking good song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, congratulations to, uh, yes. And Matsuda and, and everybody involved in Xenoblade Chronicles three, apparently is a magnificent games, getting some super cool DLC soon, uh, and a wonderful, wonderful soundtrack. Well done everybody. And well done to all of our, uh, uh, nominees. And, uh, you got any final thoughts before we, uh, we wrap this up? I mean, I, I think we said it at the top, but I, if we didn't, I'm going to say it. And if we did, I'm going to reiterate a big, 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 big thank you to everyone that helped us put the uh, nominees list together. It was no small uh, task by any stretch of the imagination. So everyone who, you know, dedicated time and energy because we don't pay nobody. <laughs> um, including ourselves. It, yeah, including ourselves. Um, it's it's truly just a humbling thing for me to to know that there are people out there who love video game music as much as we do and and that they're willing to you know <laughs> go into the void with with Chris and myself as we go back and and take on this mammoth task it's 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 truly humbling and and I think I speak for Chris when I say thank you all very 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 much and as always you guys are out there listening to us. We do this not only for ourselves, we do it for you. So we really, really appreciate everyone who reaches out, who, who anything. We, we love it. So thank you, everyone. Yeah, uh, this was we stopped. We had to stop doing the show this way. We had to stop doing the award show this way because there was no way for us to do it with any level of objectivity because we couldn't listen to everything. It's not like it's not like companies are submitting songs to us for nomination you know we're this tiny little podcast so the only real way to make sure we're we're casting a fair net is to by listening to everything mm-hmm. um so f- i used to track down every soundtrack i could from every game released in a year and spend a couple of months listening to everything and and coming up with these considerations myself and uh this year we were fortunate enough to have a team of people to be able to farm out and say all right i have no pokemon knowledge so you guys Listen to these Pokemon soundtracks uh, if you've played the games or whatever, and uh, let us know what songs from this are great. Uh, you, you've played God of War. I've, I haven't touched <laughs> it. There's got to be say we, we had um, a couple of uh, songs up for consideration from Splatoon Three. I mean, the mm-hmm. list of games was massive, and we yep. considered music from just about every notable release uh, of the year, uh, everything mm-hmm. that we could think of. Um, of course, I personally uh, noticed after everything was done that I skipped over a game entirely. Super Mega Zero has a super awesome soundtrack. I have no idea if it would have won any categories because I completely forgot to include it in, in this because uh, nobody's perfect. And I apologize to the team at Super Mega Zero because that game freaking that, that game's awesome. And maybe uh, maybe we just do an episode. 
maybe we should just do an episode in the not too distant future. Uh, yeah. I'll throw it on the list. Uh, yeah, good stuff. But I hope this was fun for everybody. We had a blast doing it. I look yep. forward to doing it again next year. And that is our show. Once again, huge congratulations to all the winners and the nominees. Uh, there was so much in every great category to choose from. And while the choices were tough, I'm happy with the way things turned out. Join us next time when we celebrate the upcoming release of Tears of the Kingdom and the six-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch itself by covering the music of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, as requested by patron Jamie Hill. We're going to leave you tonight with a song from our best original soundtrack winner, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The song is called Off Seer, and I believe it's the title theme from the game. Uh, this was recommended by our uh, esteemed panel of judges so thanks again everybody for listening and uh we'll see you next time for zelda and here is offseer from xenoblade chronicles 3 enjoy mm-hmm.